can be Citizen Kane, but even critics have claimed that it was shit in its day. Some films are shit and shit they will stay, but some get better over time because of Nicolas Cage. So which film stays shit forever? And which one got a little bit better? Welcome to Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we rewatch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves rewatching movies, and I have a signed autographed picture of Wark Davis. And I'm Jessica Quaz, your host who's a one and done kind of movie viewer whose favorite character on Friends was Rachel. I like Rachel a lot. She's funny, she's great. And today, we are giving a second chance to 1993's Leprechaun. Wow. What a movie. What a movie. The reason we have selected Leprechaun as one of our movies to rewatch and give a second chance is because Warwick Davis is about to star in Willow. Willow is getting a little bit of a reboot, revisit, and Work Davis, who's also famously known for being in multiple Star Wars, he's the main Ewok Wicket, and then the other two main roles he's got that everyone knows him for, Willow and Leprechaun. That's right. Before we start talking about Leprechaun, Jessica, was there anything you gave a first chance to this week? There sure was. Uh, you Oh no, you don't sound happy about it. <laughs> I, I have a lot of thoughts. I think I know where this is headed because I think we watched the same thing. You are probably correct. I gave a first chance to Halloween ends. Oh, bless your heart. Uh, bless all of our hearts. Did you also give it a first chance? So, I sure did. I also neglected to watch Halloween Kills last year. So I thought, you know what? It's been a while since the 2018. Let me watch the whole trilogy that they've made. Um, And I tell you, I had so much fun watching Halloween 2018. I was nervous about starting Halloween Kills because... The audience hated it. I have not heard one positive thing about Halloween Kills. And I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was so fun. And then I heard all these negative things about Halloween. End. Before we go any further into this discussion, we are going to get into Halloween Ends a bit. We don't normally like to give any spoilers or anything for our first time watching something. But... This is a movie where I feel like we need to have an open discussion. So I'll put a timestamp in for you. So if you don't want to hear anything more about Halloween Ends, you can skip to that. You've been warned. Some spoilers are coming ahead. Uh, yeah, the reviews for Halloween Ends were not great. It was so bad. And because everyone had just bashed Halloween Kills, I was like, maybe they're all just wrong because I liked Kills. So... Maybe I'll enjoy ends. I I like the beginning. I was interested. I was kind of intrigued. Okay, this is a different route. 
And then I don't know what was going on by like an hour into it. I was doing like Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park. Hello. Are there uh, dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour? <laughs> so I had the similar journey to you last year when I saw Halloween Kills. I really, really liked it. And yeah, there were a lot of negative reviews for that. Didn't get why. I thought it was rad. Can we talk about why we liked that movie? First, I thought it was going to be really stupid because 2018, Lori locks him in the basement, sets it on fire. Michael's done. He's also has like a bullet hole in his head. He'd been shot in the head. This guy ain't coming out. He, of course, gets out because firemen come to the house. The first two he takes down, I thought, okay, that makes sense that they get pulled out. But then when, like, ten of them swarm with, like, axes and, like, the giant-ass saw, I was like, there's no way they're gonna... They at least have to lop off, like, an arm of his. Nope, he takes them all out one at a time. And when the, once that was over, I was like, you know what? I don't care. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's, like, fun. And it, I think plays with the formula of like older Halloween movies too. One thing that I really like, I am a ride or die for the Halloween franchise. I really, really like it. And what I loved was that we brought characters back from the first one. So like we had Kyle Richards and Anthony Michael Hall as the kids. She babysat. Kyle Richards famously did play it and is now on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I appreciated that. And then like on top of that, there was buildup after buildup. Like something was always happening, whether it be the town getting involved or Michael slashing. Like it just kept going and going and going. And it was exciting. I also liked that it followed the same night. It was the same night. Yes, I really liked that. I liked that we had so many fun supporting characters because of course, Lori would be in the hospital. This makes entire sense. Her daughter is very involved with the the town to like trick Michael. And then we have a whole scene of them just beating the shit out of Michael. And I'm cheering on. I'm loving this. Then we get Halloween ends. <sighs> like you said, the last two took place on the same night, which I thought was a really cool choice. And I just assumed that this movie would also take place like in one night, like immediately, like bang, bang, bang. Hour later. Because, yeah, Lori had just jabbed herself with some of the painkillers. You know, like, now we got to go get him. Like, okay, now this is that moment she needs to go for it. Right. And, like, that would have been pretty awesome because then the third movie can, like, build on itself and just keep the story building and building and building. But just right off the gate, we're four years into the future. A survivalist Laurie Strode that we know and love is now just, like, chilling, working on her memoir. Just, like, chill. Like, also is just like, you know what? I'm not going to, like, accept pain and, like, suffering in my life. So, like, it's all good. For 40 years, you've been gung-ho just about like i'm gonna murder michael i don't even know where to begin with my issues with it but the main one is that this movie felt like that was like its own movie that was thrown into the halloween franchise and then also thrown into the what's supposed to be the finale of the halloween franchise i thought about it a lot 
the Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi. Everyone complains so much about Last Jedi, and everyone complains so much about Halloween Kills. You badmouthed a movie that was good. You deserve this. That's how I thought. I was watching, <laughs> you know what? Everyone that was like shitting on those two movies, they deserve these shitty end of a trilogy. Yeah, but I wasn't shitting on those movies. I deserve something better. I know. Ugh. We sure did. We liked both of those. The main issue is that the movie focuses all on a brand new character that we have never met before. And he's like the one we're following. Who who are you? Corey, who the fuck are you? Because Halloween is focused on our female Lori. They were just like, let's do a boy named what rhymes with Lori. Corey. Oh my God. I didn't <laughs> even put that together. So I like the opener open because it is Corey's babysitting. Is it on that night? It's the 2018 night or 2017 No, it's night? the year after it's 2019 night. If the whole movie took place on 2019, I might've enjoyed this. Sure. Yeah. Corey accidentally kills a kid while babysitting and that was brutal as hell i did not see it coming i cannot believe they went there right but then then we do another time jump five years why did we do that let's start off that moment and maybe Corey meets up with michael or Corey is michael's like reincarnation or i don't know what you want to do because they were trying to make it like there's an evil force they're also trying to make it bigger because in the first one, it's just the Strode family, uh, the three female generations fighting Michael. Next one, it's the town versus Michael. Where do we go from there? It I don't know how you could build it up from there. Is it the world versus Michael? Well, but then they went the opposite way where it's this young guy who like was in a fucked up situation then wants to become michael but it's it's so confusing because he's such a terrible version of michael because he's like the like i'm the wiener version of michael because like michael is such a distinct like strong tall presence that's booming every move he makes is very forceful and the kid was just like stabby like what are we doing? I've seen a lot of takes from people that do like it. The very few, I might add, online who are like, you guys don't get it. It's all about fear and it's all about nature versus nurture and blah, blah, blah. And like all these like philosophical ideas are in this movie. And going back to the roots here, our Halloween franchise, the plot is really simple. Michael Myers is a psycho He's going to do what he wants, and he's going to murder anyone in his way. Why is it that the last movie is when we need to get, like, deep? What? Like, deep about that all? No, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for a Midsommar. I'm here for a slasher. Like, stop it. We focused on Corey, who we also didn't really get a sense of, like, why he became that way. When No. It irritates me so much. I don't mind that we introduce a new character, but he also should have been a supporting role that aided Michael and helped Michael. How does Corey end up meeting his fate? He kills himself. Which I thought was dumb. Like, what? 
Yeah, because then his demise and therefore his existence has no bearing on anything that happens in the movie. Don't even get me started on the fact that they tried to, like, have us root for Corey and Lori's granddaughter in this weird, like, get... I'm sorry, Lori Strode's granddaughter would trust that boy? Are you fucking kidding me? Her mother was just murdered. At least... For me, the viewer, her mother was just murdered. It may have been like five years, but you don't forget that like a psychopath person just murdered your mom. And then, oh, this other guy is kind of weird and creepy. I probably should date him. If we rework Lori and I don't even know what the granddaughter's name is. I calling her Lori's granddaughter. Those two need to be reworked. Uh, but they're those two should be our main characters. Um, with... Corey, Corey can be supporting, and Michael needs to be in this movie. Please. Where is he? Where? Why is he having a cameo in what's supposed to be the final Michael Myers movie? I think, like, having the whole town gather to, like, literally destroy Michael is wild, but kind of, like, comes in relation to the second one this should that should have been the end of the second one. that should have been the end of the second one but what i can't get over is them tying michael's dead body to the car of Lori's granddaughter as they like give him a procession down the town like what the fuck what the fuck i do love that that's how they kill him it's like a giant trash compactor for cars yeah, he's not coming back. Didn't she like set it on fire afterwards and piss on it? I don't know. It was it was a whole lot of things. And out of this movie, I can't say the beginning was very interesting and the end was incredibly interesting. Yeah, I would agree. I would say it's a bookend, like the first ten or so minutes and the last ten or so minutes, and then the rest. Oh. And okay, real quick, and then we can move on. This movie has been teased to high heaven of it being like the final show down Lori v michael who will come out alive and we've also been seeing it in commercials it's been like built up the the final fight was essentially Lori just ties him down and like cuts him to bits Oh, that that was gnarly, though. I was like, uh, it got me wincing, but it needed a bigger showdown. I didn't mind that. It was more so the lead up to when she has him and she's... I really think it should have been like a 30 minute knife fight. Sure. But yeah, Halloween ends uh, disappointing. All I'll say is very disappointing. Um, I really do believe that like the whole Corey situation... Could have been its own movie and could have been good, but it it wasn't this movie. Also, I feel like the writers for Halloween Ends were just like really big fans of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and wanted to write a fanfic about it with Michael Myers. And that's what the Corey Cunningham story is. Maybe. I could see that. Yeah, I didn't think that because I didn't care about the Joker. Good. Good on you. All right. Let's switch gears and talk about what we came here to talk about leprechaun for anyone out there who has never heard of the movie leprechaun or it's been a while you need a refresh course on the synopsis of leprechaun i've got it for you via imdb and spoiler alert we're gonna be talking about the 
1993 movie Leprechaun. So if you haven't watched it yet, sorry, we're going to spoil bits and pieces of it. You had a lot of time. The synopsis. An evil, sadistic leprechaun goes on a killing rampage in search of his beloved pot of gold. The only critique I'd give this synopsis is killing rampage. He does not have a killing rampage. He does not go on a killing rampage. Boy, do I wish he was, though. I really wish he did, too. There is not enough fun leprechaun kills in this movie. I can see why and how this movie got made. Halloween was popular. Uh, Friday the 13th and Freddy Krueger, Texas Chainsaw. They were all really popular. Then we got Chucky, who was really tiny, like a doll. And they're like, what other things can we do? Let's do a leprechaun. I do think this works is a leprechaun is trying to get his gold and is going to murder you. And he has magic powers that are not consistent. I am in. And I understand why it has like eight sequels. I get it. I definitely do get that. So, Jessica, was this your first time with Leprechaun? This was not my first time with Leprechaun. However, it had been a long time since I saw it. I actually watched Leprechaun Back to the Hood, the sequel to Leprechaun in the Hood. I watched that first and was thoroughly entertained by it loved it so so much and this was in sometime in my teenage years and then the friend who i watched it with and i were like oh well we gotta see a lot of other leprechauns oh my god so we watched leprechaun one and we were expecting to have the same reaction like campy entertainment and we did to a certain degree but it was definitely not back to the hood i'll tell you that i think they lean into what makes the movie good in future sequels absolutely they knew what they had and they were like you know what let's hold on to this roller coaster and just go for it i think the first one definitely didn't realize it can make fun of itself so much whereas the other ones to come really did i've got a fun fact according to warwick davis the movie was originally planned as a straightforward horror film but davis sought to add more comedic elements it worked that's why it is a little bit funnier you know just it's very silly this was i think my first time with leprechaun one when i was in preteen years i'm pretty sure i watched this on like upn or some channel that was just like playing like movies in the afternoon i know i've seen the sec i think it was the second or the third one and i thought this is so fun i've seen leprechaun in the hood because I like them and I haven't seen them since, I went ahead and bought the complete Leprechaun collection on Blu-ray. Oh my god, what a fun time. I presented this to the wife and I said, you can watch any of these. Which one do you want? The one that caught her eye? Leprechaun 4. In space. <gasps> that is a good one. That is a thoroughly entertaining one. Absolutely. We are huge fans of the show friends i thought she would be really interested in watching leprechaun one because we got little baby jenner for instance she was like you count me out i'm not N no thank you so i watched this without her and you know what that's okay that she didn't watch this i don't think this would have been one of her top five favorites 
So that was my first time with it. This was my first time watching the first one, not my first time with Mr. Leprechaun. Right. You know him very well. I wish he had a name and not just the Leprechaun. I kept calling him Lep. I kept calling him Lep too. Call him Charms? I don't know. Well, now that we've heard about our first chance with Leprechaun, let's hear what some other people had to say about their first chance with it. I've got some not-so-great news. Rotten Tomatoes has this movie sitting on the tomato meter at 27%. The audience score is at 32%. Ooh, very low. Out of all the Leprechaun movies, it sits at four from the top. So number four in terms of quality. Wow. What's number one? The highest tomato meter leprechaun returns the one that was in 2018 followed leprechaun in the hood nice back to the hood of course leprechaun one leprechaun two leprechaun three number one on the worst weirdest is four in space oh people just don't know what's good for them I really liked that it was such a, like a j- weird, out-of-place genre for him to be in. Absolutely. That's the beauty of it. I have a positive review to start us off with. So there's very, very few positive reviews, but we did find some. Stephanie Archer with Film Inquiry. Leprechaun is a film that severely requires the viewer to suspend all believability and plausibility, yet... If you sit back and go along for the ride, you'll find Leprechaun to be more enjoyable than you might expect. That's true. Once you realize, not only is it supposed to be like a slasher, but it's very silly and campy. And just go with it. You know what you signed up for. Movie is starring a Leprechaun. Exactly. Just take it for what it is. Luke Y. Thompson of New Times. The perfect high-concept comedic slasher, and it's still Jennifer Aniston's best film to date. Yikes. Ooh. Do you have a favorite Jennifer Aniston movie? Uh, I, I really don't. I think she's a really talented actress. I just, I know her more for Friends. Being such a huge fucking TV star. But, like, none of the movies that she's in have ever stuck with me where the millers was like fun and it has a big meme that everyone likes horrible bosses she's really good at comedy the breakup i really like the breakup oh yeah the wife made me sit through rumor has it that was weird oh that's a weird one i hate that one along came polly i really like oh yeah i know i just made fun of aniston's movie career but i'm actually really enjoying all these yeah there's actually a few good ones office space oh oh yeah i can't say Early 90s, Aniston has great movies, but you know what? She was busy being Rachel from Friends. Now that we've finished up all the very few positive reviews we could find, let's move on to some negative reviews. Jason Bailey of Flavorwire. The basic problem with Leprechaun is that it just isn't scary. Not even a little bit. Not for the tiniest second. And that's the result of a basic failure at the conception stage. 
I agree with that take that it's not scary. <laughs> I agree, too. It's not, but... No, but I also disagree that it's a failure at the conception stage because, like, the concept of an evil leprechaun is fun. Like, there is some fun to be had with that. And there's, like, a lot of creativity to be had with, like, how is it even possible that this leprechaun can murder a grown human? I I don't know. I think that's fun. Felix Vasquez Jr. with Cinema Crazed. Warwick Davis is slick as the monster with pretty solid makeup effects. It's just a shame it was misused. Disagree. He is having so much fun. He is. He makes this whole franchise, truly. I think it could have gone a completely different way and probably a worse way had it not been him playing Leprechaun. There is a there is an actor named Brandon Hardesty. He created a YouTube series called No Small Parts. It has since evolved into like I think IMDb bought it and he still writes for them. They're a little bit smaller. In the beginning, he had like 20, 30 minute episodes devoted to what someone may call Actors that people recognize their face but don't know the name. And, like, they see them everywhere. He shows up. He just loved that idea of, like, getting to know that actor. What all have they done? How did they get to that point? And so he made YouTube videos that were essentially, like, biographies of people. One of them being Warwick Davis. And I watched that a couple years ago. And I just really enjoyed just the heart he put into, like, celebrating Warwick. Because, like, Warwick is just... So excited to be an actor. It doesn't really matter what he's doing. He doesn't like look it down on any role he's received. He's you know, he gets the role of a, a goofy leprechaun in a slasher. He is going to become the leprechaun and give it his own flair. I just really like that that he's passionate about. It. He just wants to be an actor no matter what. It really shows in the leprechaun series that he just has fun with it. Absolutely. And I truly think had he not been cast in the role, we wouldn't get the Leprechaun franchise. His performance would make or break this movie. The way he plays it in this sort of creepy, campy, like vicious, weird way works so well. I like him so much. I do too. I really like him. Steve Crum of VideoReviewMaster.com Another psychotic thing on the prowl, this time in time for St. Patrick's Day. Oh. I do think it's really silly that just a leprechaun is the thing that they chose. I do too. It kind of makes sense because you have all these like weird mystical creatures like your Freddies. So it's like, yeah, what else can we choose here to make a slasher out of? I would love to know the other ideas that were thrown around the room before they landed on a leprechaun. The abominable snowman is attacking everyone in the cold. Don't get in the lake. Nessie's out there. Oh my God, a Bigfoot slasher. Holy shit. Let's get into our second chance with leprechaun. What was your favorite thing about leprechaun? So I'm going to be honest up front. Good. You should always be honest. Have you been lying during this podcast? 
every time oh, every no. time there's not a whole lot that i love about leprechaun okay two things come to mind so let's start off with the first one i really like sweet baby jenny annie in this movie i also really like her character what's her character's name yeah i don't know if you had a guess what would you name her besides rachel kelly so close it was tori okay that makes sense actually that tracks that tracks well first of all i mean she's so young in this movie this was before friends this was before all of it but I could tell she already had charisma. Like, she's kind of got that thing. She is leading this movie. Yeah, she's leading this movie, and there's something really enjoyable about watching her. And I just thought that was really cool that at that young age, you could tell she's just kind of got that factor that makes you want to watch her. Really talented. And I don't think she gets enough credit for being as talented. I think she gets more credit for, like, being just celebrity which is really unfair because she is actually someone as talented just given the right role she could do a lot it's just she's been cornered in a box and i think she's breaking out of it which is great but i also really like that for how cheesy this movie is at times she is giving a good performance here i think like i can definitely feel her need to survive like her need to protect the other people like the real like tenacity of like getting out of the situation and dealing with this crazy leprechaun i want to say my favorite part of this whole movie is of course work davis Okay, that was actually going to be my second favorite part of this movie, so I'm glad you said that. He is my favorite, and she is my second. I didn't have it in order, so. Work is just a treasure. He's so great. I want to tell you a story. Oh, please. Back in, I don't know, high school days, the whole family, we did like a cross-country trip to Florida for Disney World. And other things down there. And the day we went there was like Star Wars Day. And there was a giant parade of like all these like people dressed in Star Wars characters and costumes. I think they had four celebrities there to like sign autographs afterwards. And my sister and I, we definitely lined up and got some of the autographs. I think we were really excited for just one autograph. And that was Warwick. Warwick Davis was just a gentleman, just nice and polite. But he signed my thing. Love and magic. Oh, my God. So my sister and I will say that every once in a while. That's so precious. I think this may have been before Harry Potter, but it might it might have been right at Harry Potter was getting off the ground with him. That just makes me more endeared to him. He's so kind and nice. But in this movie particularly, and we kind of touched upon it, I mean, I just watching it, I was sort of shocked and a little bit in awe of how this performance, I think, holds up now. It's crazy because I think back then he really understood what this movie could be and where it could go and how he would need to strike that perfect blend of both kind of campy and silly, but also menacing and terrifying so that it's believable. On the note of the actual Leprechaun character himself, he has powers, and we're not really sure what all those powers are because they 
completely change. He's essentially like a genie that can do whatever he wants. I think he's just points and it just happens. Just super magic all the time. One thing I love about his magic is that he can change his voice to sound like anyone. At one point, he changes his voice to sound like a child to lure someone to come by him. And I just thought was really cool. That's a unique characteristic for him to have. Did you have any powers of the leprechaun that you particularly liked? Yeah, the power to like take a shotgun bucket to the chest. I think his invulnerability is the thing I just love. Speaking of shooting at leprechaun, there is one sequence that I just love where one of our characters is shooting down the hallway trying to get him and leprechaun is just riding a skateboard back and forth to dodge the bullets. Any more weird, goofy things like that. The more they lean into the goofy, the better this movie gets. The better it gets. I think one guy's running away from leprechaun trips over like a giant like barrel then falls on a bear trap it was just two stupid things right in a row let's go to the half thing i liked and i say half because um while i liked it there definitely wasn't much in this and that's the leprechaun kills i like some of the murders we get from the leprechaun however there's only like two or three but the ones we get i think are really funny my favorite is when i forgot who but leprechaun is trying to take down this man he bites him and that causes the dude to like fall back and when he's flat on the ground leprechaun gets on a pogo stick and just rides the pogo stick on him until he dies he's pogo stick to death for one gold coin like that kind of stuff we need to amplify that another one that i really really liked and i just thought the whole sequence was just amazing leprechaun steals a child's like car like a motorized car for a kid and he's driving down the road and he gets pulled over by a cop while driving it and the cop leprechaun claws at him the cop chases into the woods and then leprechaun jumps on him while like clawing at him still and like snaps his neck like the whole thing is bananas and wild that was very vicious that was vicious that's where we got some horror that's for sure what did this guy do deserve this he doesn't have any of the gold he just was like checking to make sure you were okay behind the wheel i was making sure this kid driving this car was okay but turns out it's a mean monster guy i can't think of any more leprechaun murders can you i mean the end when they kill leprechaun and he's <laughs> i don't remember who says fuck you lucky charms and slingshots the clover with bubblegum down his fucking throat. <laughs> and then he electro-melts. <laughs> what? That's one way to go out. Leprechaun had a wild death, that's for sure. I did enjoy seeing some familiar faces other than Aniston and Warwick. The other one that I recognized was Mark Holton. I recognize him from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. He plays Francis, Pee-wee's neighbor bully that wants Pee-wee's bike. Pee-wee, I want your bike. And it's my birthday. And I was like, what? 
as I've never seen him in anything else. So I was so excited to see him pop up here. Being he he is one of the three people that is in the that is a part of the business. Three guys that paint. It's it's our main like hunk dude that Anison keeps trying to flirt with. Francis and then a child. Right. This is our paint crew. Why are these three painting together? Super weird. And I uh, just speaking of that, like nothing to do with the actors playing them. But many times throughout the movie, I was like, I don't even know these characters. Like, who are these characters? I don't care about you. I don't know who you are. I don't really get why I'm supposed to care about you. I think it was just to give more characters for the movie. Because it can't just be Anison running around from a leprechaun. But you also need to, like, give more characters so they can get slashed. Exactly, yeah. We need, like, a group of characters. But then, like, can we, like, like flesh them out a little bit? Or, like, maybe make me care about them? I don't know. So Mark Holton is Ozzy and Robert Gorman is Alex. And Ozzy and Alex find the leprechaun's gold. The gold that was 10 years earlier. This is so bonkers trying to re-explain this. Okay, I literally wrote on my notes, Joe, can you explain the start of this movie? Because I'm so confused. The whole plot of the movie is the leprechaun's trying to get his gold back. Ozzy and Alex find his gold. They have all the gold. Ozzy does swallow one bit of gold because he's dumb. And so one is always going to be stuck in him. Back to the beginning of this movie. It is the character's name, I think, is Dan O'Grady. And his wife is Mrs. O'Grady. He gets back from his trip talking about how he took the leprechaun's gold. He's so excited about it. Oh, maybe we should have seen that scene. I don't know. Super weird to start off talking about something that was interesting. But okay. And then... The leprechaun shows up to shove Mrs. O'Grady, the person who didn't take his gold, down a flight of stairs, tricks Mr. O'Grady, but Mr. O'Grady catches the leprechaun again, puts him in a box, nails it shut, and puts a four-leaf clover. I think that's why he weakened him with a four-leaf clover. Yes. The four-leaf clover is the thing that will kill the leprechaun. That's kind of stupid. I think that should be the thing that, like, it gives him more power. He just sets it on top of the box, so he's so weak and he'll never be able to open the box. While his wife was getting pushed down the stairs, I believe he was hiding the gold. He hid it in the back of his truck. That was The back seat of his truck. That was it. Not a very secretive spot. But because of all the excitement of boxing this leprechaun, he has a heart attack and he dies. Ten years later... Aniston and what turns out to be her dad and not like an older boyfriend. I was like, wait, that's her dad? Like, it was too long into the movie where she was like, my dad's in the hospital. Oh, I thought you were just some rich girl that wanted, you know, Mr. Moneybags. That's what it looked like to me at first. When we opened the trunk that he's been in, my note was, why don't we just start the movie here? I also thought that. I do not understand why we had 10 minutes of the O'Grady's. No. Was it just to set a scene of like, oh yeah, this leprechaun will murder. I will say this 
discussion is making me want to watch other leprechaun movies maybe one day down the line we'll have virtual watch parties where we go through the entire leprechaun franchise i would love that i would love that i know where i recognized alex the kid from one of our favorite hulk hogan movies mr nanny it's a mr nanny kid Shame on us for not recognizing it faster. Wow. I don't know if we've ever talked on the show about how much we love Hulk Hogan movies. Yes. <laughs> Making sure you just didn't say we love Hulk Hogan. We love Hulk Hogan movies. Movies. <laughs> yes. Movies. Mr. Nanny. Suburban Commando. <sighs> Santa, Santa with, with muscles. muscles. You know what? We might also at some point get a patreon so we could also do live virtual watch parties of hulk hogan movies they're just gold they're treasure so with hollywood revamping and rebooting remaking everything that was a franchise they kind of did it with this one it just wasn't like on the big screen it was like one of those video on demand or straight to dvd i would like to see leprechaun back in the theater but i also don't think Warwick needs to be our leprechaun. If he wants to do it, great. But I feel like he probably is at an age where he doesn't want to do a lot of a running around, jumping, or whatever physically demanding things that I my 2022 leprechaun would be doing. Is there any actor you think should be the leprechaun? Ooh... I actually, and I don't know if he'd be up for it either, but I would like to see Tony Cox potentially be the leprechaun. Ooh, I think he's another one that's aged out. I know. He did the stunts for Warwick Davis in Leprechaun. I don't know. Yeah, he might not be up for it anymore. I would like to see both of those two in whatever reboot this is, but victims. Ooh, that could be fun. Yeah. But, like, give him a really goofy death or something. And then Tony Cox can be, like, his buddy at the bar. No, my friend! And, like, and he gets it, too. That'd be fun. Who I would really like to direct it. Because I think this directing duo definitely gets the good amount of camp and horror and comedy but but intensity would be the duo behind ready or not and the latest scream movie matt bettinelli olpin and tyler gillette i mean ready or not was fun so sure let them do it yeah ready or not's really fun i actually watched that last week and it's it's great i love it and adam brody is so hot in it you calm down I think it's time to make it official, give our stamp of opinion on this. Joe, do you think Leprechaun deserves a second chance? This is a tough call, because I I think I do. But I don't know, because I haven't seen them all, if Leprechaun 1 is the one to start off with. I feel if you're ever going to watch Leprechaun this series... It might be Leprechaun in the Hood or Back to the Hood or In Space. Just let's go sillier. Leprechaun 1, it's good. I don't hate it. It was entertaining. I can say that. I think if I saw it with more people, we'd have a fun time watching it. It knew it was camp and it was having fun with the camp. I think if you go in knowing how its tone, you're going to enjoy it because it holds up with its tone. 
I'm actually going to say it doesn't deserve a second chance. I appreciate it for what it is. I think it is silly and goofy and a good concept, but there's something about this one that just feels a little disjointed to me, whether that's not leaning into the camp, whether that's not having enough fun with the leprechaun horror of it all. I don't know. I would say, though, that you were going to grab a group of friends and laugh at a movie. There's so many better ones <laughs> to do that for in this franchise, too. But if we're so, in spooky yeah. season... In spooky season, then you choose the one where he goes to space. It's just like, I don't know. There just feels like there's something missing here a little bit. I guess my second chance is don't write off Leprechaun this series. No, don't do that at all. But I think out of all of our Leprechaun movies... This doesn't make the top three. I would just start off with one of the sequels. But yeah, there's plenty of other Leprechaun movies in this franchise that give you the good blend of camp and horror and silliness and goofiness. After having so many, they can get goofier because they realize, oh, we know what we're doing now. Yes, exactly. And the movie just unfortunately lacks that. They, I think we're still trying to find the footing of like what this is exactly. I mean, I'm glad they made it because they gave us a whole plethora of very entertaining Leprechaun movies. Sidebar before we end, I'm wearing my Candyman shirt today. I was wearing green so I wouldn't get pinched by a Leprechaun. So I don't know if you knew this, but there was talks of a Leprechaun versus Candyman movie. What put the final nail in the coffin on that ever happening was Tony Todd was like, I'm absolutely not doing that because that will diminish the seriousness of like this character and what the Candyman means. I just thought that was funny that there'd be a Candyman leprechaun movie. That is just a weird choice to put those two because the Candyman is not goofy. So I, yeah, no. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Second Chance Movies. As always, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube for a visual episode. Follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, TikTok, all the things. Carry on a conversation over there with us. Let us know what Leprechaun movie is your favorite. A big thank you, as always, to Beatty McBeatface for our awesome theme song. And we'll be back again. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. Second-